everybody, welcome back to the Girls Always podcast. You're joined with me, Syrian, for a brand new episode. So, today's episode, we've had a lot of requests because a lot of our viewers are younger as well. We don't just have older viewers, and it is it is a struggle sometimes because we have a wide variety of audience, um, a lot of different ages. So, we've been asked if we could do how to cope with exam stress today. And of course, you guys ask, we deliver. So the first step I'd say is remember to breathe. Try and set aside a couple of minutes every day to practice mindfulness techniques, such as breathing exercises or UCL's 10-minute mind. If you just search that up on the internet or YouTube, it will come up with what to do. Um, Remembering to breathe helps you to calm your body. It stops your stress response and it shifts your attention back to the present moment. In turn, this gives you time to rationally think about the anxieties you have. So I find taking a few deep breaths just kind of puts my head back in the room. I'm like, oh, right, okay, what am I stressing about right now? What is it? I think about it. Okay, how can we tackle this problem? And it goes from there, really. The next one I'd say is eat, sleep and exercise well. Pulling all-nighters, surviving on a poor diet and getting minimal amounts of movement into your day can increase symptoms of anxiety. For example, if you're staying up until 2 o'clock to revise, you're then waking up at 7 o'clock, let's say, that's not enough hours sleep and your brain's not going to work properly in the exam and things that you'd normally remember are going to just slip your mind because you've not had the right amount of sleep. A poor diet, uh, not having time in the morning, just running, running about, getting a can of Coke on the way to school or something. Um, oh, no, I hated eating breakfast when I was in school. I hated it. I couldn't do it. My mum used to force me. Um, and I hated it, but eating breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Even if you, let's say, it's obviously important to eat all three meals, but let's say you don't eat the other two for the day, always make, try and make sure you eat breakfast. And if it's a fact of, oh, I can't eat it that early, maybe just wake up a little bit earlier so your body's got that much, a little bit more time to wake up and then you can have breakfast because the food's going to give you energy, energy's going to get your mind ticking and that's where you're going to get the points in your exam. And minimal movement in the day. If you're constantly sitting down looking at your screen, constantly lying on the sofa or doing work at your desk, you're not going to get the best out of out of you, really. Um, you're going to feel sluggish, you're going to feel tired. If you spend the day on the sofa, you're still going to be tired at night time. Why? Because you spent your energy doing something, even if it was just sitting on the sofa. Do a little workout. It's going to have your adrenaline pumping. It's going to release endorphins. You're going to feel a lot happier and a lot calmer, actually. Um, try and make sure you're getting eight to nine hours of sleep. And try and avoid caffeine. A lot of people have coffee to give them energy. I would not recommend that during exam time. The caffeine will sometimes take over the majority of your brain and then you're not going to be focusing on the work. Even if you think you are, it's more you're more focusing on the energy you've got inside your body. The next one I'd say is set realistic goals. So whether you have several weeks, days or hours before your exam, make sure you put everything into perspective. Accept situations. So let's say tomorrow morning is your science exam. You've always struggled with science, you're revising. There's no point of staying up until four in the morning trying to revise it because you ain't going to get any more knowledge in even if you'd gone to bed at a normal time. Do you know what I mean? Set yourself realistic goals. I'd recommend exam timetables. Make yourself a timetable. Um, Revision timetable, sorry. 
Make yourself a revision timetable. Get all your lessons, write all your lessons down. See what lessons you look. So let's say you're revising two lessons a day. Write down all your lessons. Pick one lesson you love, one lesson you hate. Put them together. Revise them for, let's say, an hour each, half an hour each, 45 minutes each. Even 15 minutes each is going to be helpful. Every little thing counts when it comes to your exams. Don't go at it alone. So this is my next... Um, next next why can't i find the word i'm looking for this is my next tip there you go um don't go in it alone try and revise with your friends if possible if you know someone that does the same subject as you you think oh i don't talk to them much much but i know they're revising ask them if you could revise together or ask them what they do to revise and if you have no one to revise with or it's just not your type of thing go onto youtube and watch videos of people revising you can actually just search it in it'll pick it'll come up and people revise or they'll be showing you how they revise and i think that helps a lot um another amazing tip that's just come to my head actually i'd say go stationary shopping get yourself highlighters cute pens rubbers that you like notebooks that you love and you're going to want to use them it's going to motivate you a lot to want to do it if this isn't possible for you then make your notes look pretty design your notes make them look cute cut them out in funky shapes Anything that's going to keep your attention drawn to them. Next one is pace yourself through the panic. Panicking before, during or even after an exam is common, obviously. If you experience it at any point, take six deep breaths, hydrate yourself. Make sure you're drinking a lot of water through these days because water's also going to keep your mind going and it's going to help give you a lot of energy. Water's also scientifically proven to help make you smarter, so... The more water you're drinking, the more better you're going to function. And then go back to the problem at hand. Make sure to break it down into several several manageable chunks. So you know you're going to panic before an exam. You know you're going to panic in the exam. Some people even panic after the exam. You need to think, okay, it's just a piece of paper. I'm just doing, I'm just doing a test. I've been doing them since primary school. Just kind of think to yourself, right, I'm going to try and handle this head on. I'm going to... You know what? In 10 years, I'm not even going to remember this paper existed. So let me just get through it. I'm going to try my best. I'm going to answer every question. That's another key tip, I'd say. Answer every single question. Even if you have no clue. If it feels like it's written in Spanish and you have no clue what's going on. Write something. Because you never know where you could pick up a mark. Like, literally, you never know. So uh, my in school, I was not good at maths. Maths was one of the hardest subjects for me. And I tried to do maths, just, I just physically couldn't do it, and then I gave up on it. I remember doing an exam for maths, I think it might have been in year 10, my year 10 exams. I remember trying to do it, but I had no idea what nearly all the answers in the paper were. I guessed most of them, just with random numbers, or educated guesses, as your teachers probably tell you. A guess where you think it might work. So if it says, um, what factor of six and, I don't know um yeah maths is not my strong point as you can tell but always try and take an educated guess because i did pick up marks on that paper even though i had no idea what was going on next question believe i mean tip believe in yourself when being constantly faced with new challenges we often forget to look back at how far we've already come and how much we've achieved given that you've prepared well there shouldn't be no reason for you to worry therefore when experiencing a negative thought try to replace it with a positive one for example instead of thinking if I don't get it, if I don't get at least two, 
I'm going to fail. If I don't get at least a two grade, I'm going to fail. Think, whatever I get, I'll be proud of myself and value how much I've already achieved. You can do this. Try and change your thoughts a lot. Sorry, guys, I did uh, write these notes down, which is why I'm reading them off. Um, Try and always change up the way you're thinking. Because remember, we're in control of our mind. Our mind's not in control of us. If we just change that one negative thought to a good thought, then the week can be so much better. I know a lot of people that hate Mondays. I personally love Mondays just because I've always taught myself, don't get yourself in that frame of mind. So the first time I heard about people not liking Mondays, and it sounds silly, but I was quite young. I was watching Garfield, and he hates Mondays. Um, yeah, this is showing my age. So I was, it was a lot younger. And he was like, I hate Mondays. Start of a new week. Blah, blah, blah. And then I started to notice adults saying how they hate Mondays, back to work, everything like that. I started to notice in school a lot of people, and you pick up those things from your parents because you don't get it from nowhere. Um, all the people you're surrounded with. So I always vowed I'm not going to get myself in that frame of mind. And I've always looked at Mondays as fresh start, new week, new challenge. And I love that I think that way about Mondays. Like, I look forward to Monday more than any day in the week because I'm like, hey, fresh week, what's going to happen this week? Let's go. And I just think if you can change that one negative thought to a positive, then you're winning already. Uh, my final point is, if you like, if you feel like you're struggling, talk to someone. Asking for help is not shameful. In the most extreme cases, it can save a life. When struggling, talk to your friends, family, or your class teachers about how you're feeling. Alternatively, don't be afraid to seek professional help and support. Um, so what I'd say about that is, in school, I I didn't think I was good at a lot of subjects. I struggled a lot in school, and because of that, I used to I used to misbehave. You know, like just to to kind of act out to show I wasn't understanding. Because I didn't understand, I didn't want to look dumb. I'd rather mess about. So many times I look back and regret not um not achieving now, not asking for help. Please ask for help. And I hear a lot of kids say, oh, my teacher doesn't like me anyway. Oh, doesn't like me. Blah, blah. Like, you've got to get over that. Your teacher's there to help you. Your teacher wants you to do well. Trust me, your teacher's not going home and thinking, oh, Joseph from you know, and I just hate him. Like, oh, I'm going to do everything I can to ruin his life. Like, no, that's just not happening. Like, they're probably 30, 40 years old. You're literally a 13-year-old. Like, just kind of put things into perspective in your head. Maybe you got off on the wrong foot. Maybe they don't like the way your attitude is towards learning. Maybe they're just frustrated with your behaviour. And if this is really a teacher you don't get on with, ask another teacher. Because I guarantee you a lot of teachers have dealt with the stress of exams with students before. I know the stress of exams really took its toll on me. I had severe panic attacks a lot. Um, I worked myself to the core. I almost worked a bit too much. But yeah, I would say definitely speak to someone you trust, whether that's a parent, a family member, uh, just someone close in age, even someone in school, because I'm sure a lot of people will feel the same way. Um, so definitely reach out to them, people around you. Uh, the final thing I want to say is good luck, because it's been a weird few years with coronavirus and exams, and I know my exams got cancelled in the end. I don't know, last, last year, is it this year? This year's. I'm not sure actually what's happened this year with the exams, but just good luck to everyone. Try your best. And if there's anything else you'd like to see in the podcast, do let me know. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye.